technical difficulties. Woo! But it tends to happen from yeah, time to time. It's a Friday. It'll happen. <laughs> let's, let's turn that sound down. Oh, yeah. So you want to listen to ourselves? Yeah. In that? Okay. There. Grab some popcorn and settle in, folks. I love that. Did yeah. you write that? I did. Yeah, you're, you're such a writer. I did, I did. No, it's good. It's really good. Remind me of the Trello Owens. Was it Trello Owens? Grab, well, some, grab some popcorn. After you score the touchdown and he like, that's from the cheerleader? Yeah. From the cheerleader? I think we're mixing up uh, things here. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, beautiful day in Duluth today. Um, yeah. 55 degrees? Yeah. Something like that. I know uh, this week we uh, we spent some time, we had some meetings outside, um, went on to the pier here in Duluth. Um over by the lift bridge. Mm-hmm. I know you took a kind should, of... Should we introduce ourselves, do you think? Well, I'm sorry. This is the 8-Bit Podcast. <laughs> I just take it for granted people know what, what this is. But it's true. This is our... Uh, we're going to make this a weekly podcast now. So every Friday in the afternoon, unless some big major thing comes up, you know, uh, where we can't do it. But I think we're going to try yeah, to do Yeah, some this major client work or we don't feel like it. Like, like when we don't go to work out with... With our uh, personal trainer. <laughs> right, right. Wait, we have a personal trainer? <laughs> um, so, 8-Bit Podcast. 8-Bit Podcast. So, Creative Arcade. Yeah. So, no, uh, it's, been a, it's been beautiful. It's finally spring. I would, I'm safe, safely saying it's spring. Doesn't mean we won't get any more snow in Duluth, but yeah. it is spring, technically, by the mm-hmm. calendar. Um, yeah, change of seasons. Uh, like I said, we spent some time outside this week, which was good. Did some... Uh, I know we're uh, we're working on redoing our websites. We did some planning out, out there at the pier and mm-hmm. um, took some cool photos, uh, some cool video. The the the, uh, the other day, real quick. Uh, so Lake Superior is crazy, right? Because it's it's well, it's the largest freshwater lake in the world, right? It can be the meanest thing in the world, and then like the other day was amazing. It was so calm, like you can see a ripple on the lake. It was. I, I've never seen it like that. It, it was, was eerie. It was very eerie. So yeah. not Lake Erie. It was Lake Superior Erie. Right, right, right. It's the sixth great lake. Right, 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 right. right, right. So, anyways, <laughs> that was that was not sweat. So actually, it's funny because uh, we should rewind a little bit. Um, looking at the, the way that it was so calm and and no ripples, like you said, and um, the only other thing that reminds me of is uh, what was that six. Ten years ago, and we went out there, um, and it was frozen. Yeah, but it froze clear, so you could walk out for quite a ways, and but you could see straight down to the bottom. There was no, there was no bubbles or air in it, and it was just, ah, uh, it was eerie. And then the next day we went out there, and I think it melted a little overnight, or you know during the day, and then froze at night, and it, it froze cloudy, so you couldn't see it anymore. So it was kind of a, kind of a once in a lifetime it, thing. Maybe I think it probably is. I mean. If it does happen again, I'd probably be too old to even care right. about there. But well, and that's when that uh, father and daughter found that shipwreck off the coast of the coast, off the shore of. Uh, woo! It's a coast. It's a man. Friday. It's a coast. <laughs> off the off the shore of. <laughs> he almost did uh, it again. Almost did again. Of Park Point. <laughs> woo! We got. Yeah. We got totally sidetracked. Do you remember here. where you live? No. I don't oh, know. okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, the weather's nice. We were talking to a client today from Boston area, um, and she couldn't believe that uh, we've had snow in June before. We told her it doesn't happen very often, but uh, it's definitely happened before, so. Yeah, it's, it, it, 
definitely doesn't happen every year, but it, it, it can happen. Yeah. I know I've had, I've, I've, I actually moved back. I like to plant a garden every year and usually people, at least in this part of the country, I always say, oh, you know, usually by, you know, uh, Memorial Day, it should be fairly safe to plant your garden. <laughs> and I've done that how many years and gotten burned every time. So yeah. now I don't even bother till, till it's at least uh, June yeah. to even plant it. Right. Because it always ends up with, yeah, stuff dying on me. Right. More so than it already does die. Yeah. This is a good transition to our uh, topic of the day. Dying? <laughs> <laughs> no. <Actually>. Career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, no, but it's funny. You know, we're, so we're talking about change. And, and uh, today we thought we would, we would talk a little bit about... Um, Obviously, change is hard. Um, in, in the line of work that we do and the things we do uh, for clients or prospective clients, and we do a lot of brand identity work. And I think a lot of times when it comes to, um, well, I mean, obviously, it's a little easier at times to start from scratch, you know, with a, with a new brand uh, identity. Uh, but, I, you know, change is hard. And, and when, you, when you maybe have already uh, established business um, and then to... Um, to have to up and uh, and change your brand identity can be a very difficult mm-hmm. process sometimes. So sure, I don't know. We're going to talk about that today a little bit, but yeah, I think we will kind of run through some of the what we find to be positives in this process for for changing your your brand identity. Um, some of the things that maybe are a little more challenging, and then we'll talk that about what we think is the right process and the way to do things. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so along those lines, like, you know, what are, what are some of those reasons people would, or organizations might want to change their identity? I mean... Yeah, I think some of that stuff we've gone through before would be um, change, organizational change, whether that's new, new people coming in, buying the company that are internal or external coming in, um, and they're looking to, to change things up a little bit. I would say that's one. Mm-hmm. Um, Recent, any kind of merger or um, acquisition, kind of along those same lines, you know, maybe emerging with another company, you need to combine names and, and business practices and things like that. Um, name changes. Name changes, yeah. Sometimes they're very subtle, you know, sometimes they're a little bit larger, like, um, yeah. Or, you know, sometimes there's businesses that have been around a long time and so they've already, they've already built a lot of brand loyalty um and sometimes it's just time to just get with the times mm-hmm. too you know i mean yeah if even if you look at many established brands you know if you if you look at you know sometimes i think sometimes it's hard for people to understand that you know a lot of times these bigger brands out there are always evolving they're look you know the way the way they they present themselves again could be a lot of things like you said organizational things maybe they're selling a new kind of product maybe they've, they've switched up um their service lines or like you said in a, in a merger maybe they've acquired some service lines mm-hmm. you know which might change the the core of what they do um and you know so there's a lot of those things but a lot of things i think people don't understand or i think you're just we're so bombarded by by messaging in general that i think a lot of times you don't necessarily notice the subtle things. Yeah. You know, if you if you actually took and like Googled, and, I, and I'm just pulling like McDonald's up, but if you look over from, you know, they started in the what, late 40s, early 50s, 
to now, and obviously everybody knows them as the Golden Arches, but even that, yeah. if you look at that, there's there's so many iterations of, low, well, part of the brand identity is a logo, and I think people a lot of times get that messed up. Sure. They think, oh, your logo is your brand, you know, yeah. and, um, but if you if you think of that from a, from a consumer side, or if you ever look at that, there's an evolution there that there's probably, I don't know how many iterations in between where they started and where they are today. And some yeah. things might be real subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a simple font change or maybe a color change. Mm-hmm. Um, could be a lot of those things. I noticed the other day I pulled up Pandora um, Music Online and uh, I noticed they had changed their logo. It was subtle. I don't know if everybody would notice it, but it was something I definitely noticed. And I noticed they changed the icon as well on my phone. So, um, like you said, yeah, subtle. Sometimes they don't make a big deal out of it. Sometimes they make a big deal. Um, I would say, yeah, so, sometimes too we find that some logos are definitely dated and you know aren't very modern looking and things like that. So um, sometimes it's just a matter of, of freshening it up a little bit and you know whether that's a font change, a color change, you know maybe removing a few elements, things like that. Um, so we, we get a lot of that too. Yeah. Um, so what are what are some is there what's the positives that you can take away from doing a you know, obviously there's all those different things that um, would maybe require you to change or might want you to change. What are some positives that you can take away from doing a brand identity mm-hmm. change? Well, I think, like you said, it's not just the logo. It's the logo and everything that goes with it. The fonts, the photography, the the voice of the, the business. Um, so I think it's a nice chance for you to update all of those things. Maybe you need uh, a new new website, new uh, collateral with brochures and ads and billboards, things like that. It's, it's a chance for you to freshen everything up and maybe maybe at that time you're launching some new products or some new services or something like that too. It's a it's a way to get in front of people and say, hey, we're still around and guess what, we're evolving. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a great reason I think to do right. it. Right, that's true. I mean, and again, when you think about change, I think, I think it's easy to say, well, again, change is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, especially again, if you're established, you know, to say, well, no one's going to know who we are anymore because if we change our change up everything, they're not going to know that it's us still. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, that's not true. Right. I mean, right. I mean, you know, they're, 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 it's, a, it's a good, it's a valid concern, but I mean, I, I think a lot of times, um, no, I definitely, it can be done way incorrectly and hurt your business. Definitely. Sure. It's happened. Yeah. You know, it's, um. I know even last year, Instagram went through another change to their identity. They got even more ultra, kind of ultra clean and ultra modern from where mm-hmm. you think about where they start off with the little camera and now it's it's a simple line drawing of like an outline of a camera. Yeah. But I think it did it did really resonate. Um, I think a lot of people thought it was, it was almost too much of a change, but yeah. if you think of their core audience though, I don't think, I don't think the, the their core demographic all that much right you know there's it's still one of the most used things in the world and so I think I think a lot of times too people forget who the, who their target is you know, mm-hmm. just because I interact with a brand and if they change it why are they changing it or what's oh, that's a dumb change because but maybe you're not the target yeah I think sometimes too people don't realize that you know what just because you use it doesn't mean that's that you're exactly who their core group is yeah you know um so I don't know. I guess yeah. I was kind of rambling a little bit. No, but. I think I think that's right. I think some of this stuff we can talk about when we we talk about the process too on how to get that word out there. Um, I would say you know when we were talking about the positive part of it, it is to get into those new audiences. You know, maybe like we said, maybe you're doing things a little bit differently now, or or you realize to stay you know 
viable, you need to get into these different areas or different demographics and uh, things like that. So you might need to appeal to a younger audience or more digital audience or, you know, X, right. Y, and Z. Right. Um, I think that's an, another great way to change too, mm-hmm. um, or another great reason to change. And I think too, you talk about people that worry about why are they changing their brand? I, I feel like that happens a lot in food. Yeah. You know, they upgrade food or update food packaging, whether, you know, whatever the reason, um, they might not change the formula or the recipe at all. But I think people do get a little weirded out about that at first. Right. Because what am I getting? Right. They think if it changes, that something else changed. Right. You know? And so, I mean, that's, that's where it is. It, sometimes maybe it is a fine line about, you know, you know, that you're walking there of, mm-hmm. you know, what, what does this mean to our core audience? What does this mean to many of your outlying audiences, you know, and, and what really matters at the, at the bottom line, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a good point, you know? Um, I think we've talked about some of the challenges already inadvertently. Yeah, right, right. I, I think some, uh, some of the other challenges are obviously the cost of doing this. Um, the, the actual process itself, paying, paying for somebody to do this um, can be expensive and it, We'll, we'll lay out some of the reasons why, but there, there's a lot involved with, with redoing a logo and identity and, and all of those things. So I think that's one thing that turns people away. And I would say also the cost of all their physical attributes, you know, whether that's their signage, uh, their vehicles are wrapped in their logo. Right. They got 50,000 business cards left because they, they bought them all. Right. online service or something letterhead right and and there's definitely ways that we deal with all of those things so um so yeah it is a challenge and, and it's something you need to be prepared for but i don't think it's a it should be a roadblock for for the right re- you know if it's the right fit for you yeah do you, do you think sometimes too that well there's always those those specific like hard items like you said stationary and signs and stuff you think from a process standpoint People get scared off of that, or you think that's more of a secondary concern too? There, it's just the single process and time it takes to do something like that properly. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, like, I, yeah, I think so. Definitely, that it's yeah, it's part of that. Yeah, and, and we recommend oftentimes. It depends. It depends on every individual circumstance, but we don't always recommend just because you go through a new logo and, and an identity that you change everything right away. Right. Um, Kind of a phase. Yeah, we, yeah. You go with some of the more important things right away, and and maybe integrate some of the expensive things as you can or as needed. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's rip it off and let's do it all at once. Right. Um, I would say too, going back to one of the one of the reasons you might want to do this is, um, you know, your business might have gone through some negative stuff too, and you're trying True. to reassure right. everybody that there's been something hey, new and we've changed. We've things changed. Up. That's a good point. That's a good one. I totally forgot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's almost probably one of the the a really good time to do it. Yeah. I mean, and I guess it ties into the organizational thing because yeah, you might have you might have uh, you know over time something may have happened whether it's you know within your your control or not that mm-hmm. you know might hurt your overall perception, mm-hmm. which ultimately your brand is, is how people perceive you. It's not, right. not strictly the logo and all this. It's, 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 it's all the other things, all mm-hmm. the other tangibles, you know? And so, yeah, if there was some kind of, you know, and it could, again, it could be a totally your fault. It could totally not be your fault. My fault? Well, his fault. <laughs> right. No, I don't know. But yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I and, so, right. no, that's a good point. And so sometimes too, to, if you get those organizational things cleaned up and that some of that negativity is 
uh, maybe cleaned up, then it's maybe maybe it's time to say, well, here's the brand new, mm-hmm. insert your company here or organization just to show here's our commitment to you. You know, we are about this. This is our position. These are the things that make us who we are. This is why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you know, yeah, we you know, it's it's not necessarily always running away from it. It's maybe acknowledging that, but obviously the past is the past, and how do you move on from there? And fix things, and so that's a way to convey that. Right. Sometimes in that in that in that form. So mm-hmm. that's a good point. Totally one I totally forgot about. I'm sure there's fifty we're forgetting about. Probably. <laughs> one of the common concerns we have from from clients too is is talking about the confusion of of their clients and in, internal audiences, and people aren't going to understand what's going on. Um, it, yeah, that, that should be a concern. Um, but I think, you know, if you're, we'll talk again a little bit more about the process, but, um, again, I, I feel like if you have the correct reasons to do a logo identity rebrand, however you're doing, you know, whatever part of this you're doing, if you have the correct reasons going into it, I think all the rest, all these other things can be, can be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) how about, uh, shareholders that aren't in agreement? Yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's that's true. You know sometimes you have you have um, companies that you might have a more of a sole proprietor. You know someone who actually is calling the calling the shots at the end, and maybe you've got management you're working with, but ultimately you have one person that you have to whatever you know to to move forward with. And there's times you got partnerships and bigger you know boards of directors and things like that, and you know, larger committees that can be a lot more difficult because obviously you got everyone wanting to voice their you know their concerns and or or things that they have ideas about and what the what that organization means to them and how that should be conveyed through the new identity, um, and that's that definitely is a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely is a process that that um, again all situations are different, but um, I think they're they're you know again when you think about research, if you can if you can back up and rationalize, you know obviously here's your challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, here's what we're hearing or here's what we found out in discovery and research to, to either validate those claims mm-hmm. or maybe there's something that we can you know, differentiate from someone else. I think if you can create the case, then I think I think from there it's, it's usually bring a lot of those people in line. Yeah. Um, again, you might still not win everyone, but most of the time it's, it's going to be a majority wins out kind yeah. of vote on that. So as long as you can sway enough minds based on all that, I think, I think those are ways that you can uh, work through that process. And mm-hmm. As hard as it could maybe be, some drives, you know. Well, I think uh, I think that one, the the shareholders that aren't in agreement, is a challenge on their end and our end yeah. quite a bit, you know, because we have to sometimes mediate that. And I think the more successful stories that we've seen, I would say, is when they go into it um, in agreement. You know, they might not agree how everything's going to pan out, but they at least understand they have to have some kind of a change. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that seems to be a lot easier instead of bringing three on board and two aren't on board. And right, three want to do it and two don't. <laughs> At least if they're all in agreement, they want to change. Whatever that ends up being, yeah. that's half the battle. Right, yep. and so many times that's completely out of our control. We we try to help, but sometimes that's not right. It's above our pay grade. <laughs> right, <laughs> pay grade. Right, yeah, that's funny. Um, well, sorry, I, I we just to be. Transparent. We've got a. We got some. Some. Make sure we didn't forget everything because this is a huge topic. I've, and, yeah. uh, I've got a kind of list over here. I'm looking at. So um, the other thing, that, and I, I would have forgot this. Um, the flip side is, I think sometimes, as much as 
there's all these good reasons um, to maybe change up. Sometimes we, I think you run into to times too where I think people get a little too happy with wanting to change their yeah. identity where now there it's the kind of the flip side of it. You know, it's like, well, we, we just want to change because we want to change. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's kind of playing with fire a little bit, you know. Um, Sorry, I see myself going off on a completely different tangent here. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a good one though. Go for it. All right. So um, speaking, <laughs> we we do know one a company that uh, we're very fond of. It's called Space One Fifty. Oh yeah. And that their whole deal is they change their whole identity every hundred and fifty days. That's that's everything. That's their logo, their website, everything. One hundred and fifty days, which is just insane to me. I can't imagine even. We went through the process once, and it was insane. Um, we're trying to go through our own website right now again, and that's, <laughs> right. that's kind of taking a while. So they do it every 150 days, and they're extremely popular, and, or I should say successful, I shouldn't say popular, but um, piggybacking on that is something you posted the other day was they, Space 150 uh, actually works with Nike, and they um, kind of, it almost sounded like it was almost on a fly idea came up with an idea of putting one of their shoes into space with a weather balloon. It's an Air Max series. Yeah. yeah. And uh, lo and behold, uh, how how long after they decided to do this? Was it up in the air? And it was like two days or something? Yeah, two days. They had a shoe up in orbit. And, well, yeah. I don't know if it was in orbit, but it was in space. Oh, well, it was basically in the <laughs> upper stratosphere, which was considered space. If you see the video, it looks like space, Yeah, most of it. And they, and they um, were saying in some of the articles we were reading about it is a lot of people thought it was fake. Yeah, uh, like that, that doesn't look real. That's fake. Well, it was legitimately up there, and yeah. then the weather balloon exploded, and they, the shoe came down on a nice little parachute and landed in a farm somewhere, right? Yeah. What did the <laughs> What did it say? It said um, they actually charted the the weather balloon course, and it was like a sixty mile. It actually covered sixty miles from where they, from where they let it off to where it actually the shoes dropped. Yeah, it was like a sixty mile uh, away. That's so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I love I love being able to do something instead of you know photoshopping it or faking it if yeah. you don't have to if you can do it in real I, uh, yeah, I love that yeah it's quite a feat yeah nice yeah shoe feet. you got that yeah it is all right so back from the tangent okay nice we should tangent. have some music when we come back from a tangent kind of like uh, Wayne's World uh, yeah so we wanted to talk about the process yeah so I, I think our number one thing is. Um, First of all, you need to work with the process, and that process would start off with working with a professional. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think we can stress that enough uh, about working with a professional. Right. It doesn't have to be us. It should be us, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be us. I just want to clarify, too, I mean, and, and is, um, you know, I think a professional can mean a lot of different things. Um, I think we're just saying that over the years, we, and, and, you know, to each their own, but sometimes if I had a dime for every time I heard the... Well, I had my cousin-in-law, he was got a program, do this for me, and, you yeah. know, and I think, I think a lot of times people mean well, I think they, I think they, you know, are trying to, you know, put some things in place for, you know, I guess it's kind of a cutting a corner a little bit, yeah. and, and, the, and it's, those are the times that I think in the, maybe in the short term, it, may, it might work out for them. Yeah. It's always the long-term stuff that I yeah. think it's a problem. Well, yeah, you know? if you're doing a little hobby side business out of your garage, do it, you know, do whatever yeah. you can to cut corners. But if you're making a legit business out of something and you want to grow and expand and be around for a while, um, I would say work, work with a professional. Right. Do it, do it right the first time, you know, not to say that, you know, maybe in a few years you might have to consider a rebrand because of maybe one of the things we just talked about. Mm-hmm. 
but at least at least get yourself off on the right foot yeah you know it's it's definitely one of those things that um, to go back and change it later is like we just outlined it outlined it's a lot of work mm-hmm. it's it can be a lot of cost sometimes even redo it mm-hmm. you know and and you know, but there, there's a lot of time and effort and a lot more goes into it than just sitting down and making something, yeah. you know? And so it's like anything, if you start off trying to save a dollar here or there, but really if you just spent whatever in the long run, it's probably going to be better to start off the right way than the wrong way. For sure. So, and, it, and if, if they say, yeah, I, I had Photoshop, then stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask them right away. If they're, if they're not using Illustrator, right. run. Right. Um, um I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, we also, I mean, we see that we see the t- the other side of that too, you know, because we will pick up clients that you know obviously are established, and now we're working with them for in other areas, and they'll send us uh, a logo or say, "Hey, can you just take the one off the website?" And it's it's like they don't have the proper files, and I think um, that's too bad for them if they don't have the proper files and things like that to start with. And sometimes education piece too, where you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, and, and actually we are going to be doing a blog and, uh, we have an infographic and a few other things coming out here. Uh, I don't know. Soon, yeah. uh, about more of this logo process of how we do it, how we think it should be done and what to, how to use your logo is yeah. another big thing. Yeah. Um, you know, you're often not given those tools to understand how you should be using them in different, you know, whether digital or print, things like that. But um, we'll, we'll be talking about that soon. Yeah. So going, going back, I think, you know, there's, there's many, many, many other things that are involved with our process. Um, but I think one of the other things we always talk about is the, the research part of it. What you got there? <laughs> oh, keep, keep talking. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking. So one of the things we do def, we do a lot of too is, and, and not everybody does, is make sure you know your audience, do a lot of research. You, you got to know the client. You got to know their clients and their audience. And that, that's one of the big, big things that we do right away. So basically, you know your audience. Um, and then I think, again, we're, we're skipping a lot of steps because we're going to cover this more in detail. But going back to some of the challenges of doing a redesign of you know, the logo or identity would be um, some of the confusion that maybe the internal, internal people have and the external audience has. And I think we, we talk about that a lot with, with the education part of it towards the end of the process is, you know, before, before you roll out, you need to educate your internal, you know, employees and staff and people that, hey, here's, here's what we're doing. Here's, here's how it's happening. And you're going to see a new logo and identity and this is why we're doing it. And um, educate them first, get them on board. You know, if, in some cases, you might actually do that way before you ever even start the process. Um, and then... And then we think, you know, there's usually a step of, you know, informing your clients, your current clients and customers, you know, if you have a lot of vendors, things like that, you might want to let them know what's going on first. And then finally you do kind of more of an external launch and kind of educate the world that, hey, we're either the same people, we're not the same people, whatever, however that works, um, so that you avoid a lot of that confusion. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I start talking there. Sorry, I, I cut out. I was having a little technical difficulty there for a bit. So, oh, good. But, Everything's back on. Okay. Um, I think so. Yep. But. Okay. Well, do we want to check? Is there? Um, we got we got some people watching right now. Is there anybody that has any 
any kind of questions here? We uh, we we did the Q and A last week, and uh, that that seemed to work. We had a couple good questions, and we able we were able to answer them live. So if you have anything, uh, yeah, let us know. Speak up now. We'll give you we'll give you a couple minutes here. Otherwise, we'll uh, I think we're kind of at the end. Right? I know. Uh, you know, one thing uh, we're talking with part of this is you know, uh, you know, brand identity. A lot of times, it, it it's it also is tied to some goals you might be having. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so again, you think about organizational changes or or something else where you know you might be starting fresh from somewhere else, and then you know, what are those new goals? What are those things? And it kind of ties back into again uh, plugging the smart marketing goals as we kind of enter April in this next quarter. Um, uh, we put out last week or no, the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a great sheet that we, uh, it's a Excel doc basically, uh, just to help you with kind of planning some of your, your goals mm-hmm. uh, for, for your marketing, things you should be uh, caring about uh, in, uh, in planning for your, your next, your next uh, quarter or, or maybe next venture or whatever that is. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's that. Um, yeah, so. This was good today. I think uh, I think there's definitely you know again you think about the the what kind of sparked this idea today was obviously this week and in fact we changed from winter to spring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's it's the old uh, seasonal change and kind of like, spring cleanup. Right. So you know the the whole change vibe is is uh, kind of led us to this this piece here and I think so next week I think what we're going to talk about in the in the next uh, iteration of the Eight Bit Podcast next week next week. Uh, also Facebook Live, probably mid-afternoon on Friday again, um, is um, change when it comes to your website. Uh, we do a lot of web development work um, from start to scratch, and or start to scratch, start to finish. <laughs> That's sort of like a, what do you call That's that? That's great, I like yeah. that. Um, no, but... Uh, those are that's another uh, big thing that, that we do here at, at Creative Arcade. I know we do a lot for a lot of different uh, clients, and uh, you know the nowadays, you know the the person's website's really. We think back to the 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 lifespan of the internet so far. You know, for a while no one had a website. Then everyone wanted a website. You know, then I think it became the new business card. You know, and then it kind of went to, you know, all these different types of websites and then different ways of, of uh, managing it. Then comes the mobile phone and what does that mean for it there? You know, and, and in the long run, ultimately I think what we're finding is that you know, your website really is the, the, the hub of everything you do nowadays. You know, even your traditional marketing um, and, then, and then obviously on the digital side and what that does as far as heavy lifting for you. Um, so anyway, I think next week we're gonna talk a little bit about changing your website. Mm-hmm. Um, what what that means, pros and cons again, um, and then uh, you know just some ideas on, on how to make your next project successful mm-hmm. um, if you're if you're thinking about that. So yeah, and for a second I thought you were just gonna go down the road and we were just, just talk about it. No, I just had to give enough. Just had to give you enough to a little nugget to bite the bite on there. No, I took on you. Oh, a little nugget. My yeah. little nugget. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, anyways. Um, well, I looks like we don't have any questions this week. And last week, we were, our, our live feed was just blowing up. So, uh, but this week, uh, uh, not not as much. But that's okay. If you have other questions uh, related to this, obviously you can still ask them. Uh, ask those questions on here, and we'll uh, we'll be notified when mm-hmm. we can get back to you. Um, but I don't know. We'll go to creativearcade.design and get submit questions there. Exactly. And until next week. Yeah.
We'll, uh, we're signing off. Was that a... Uh,